Welcome to the She Speaks Spectacular series, a podcast that explores untold stories of young Nigerian women in the quest for self-discovery and relevance. A place to reflect, rethink, and re-strategize for a fulfilling life. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the She Speaks Spectacular series, coming to you from She Speaks Spectacular, <laughs> okay? How you're doing today? Having a good day? It's the start of a new week. How was last week? Was it good? Was it bad? Was it ugly? <laughs> was it sweet? Was it fun? Was it stressful? Well, for me, it was a mix of all of this. You know, sometimes it was really fun. Sometimes it was nah. Sometimes it was yay. And other times it was mm mm. <laughs> okay, so I had a mix of all of this, but in all, it was a good week because. I think that's it just this week just reflects uh oh yeah basically just reflects life in itself because life can be good today ugly tomorrow not so good next tomorrow awesome the following day you know so that's just the uniqueness of life and so yeah that's how my week went and i hope yours was was great so welcome to today's episode of this podcast series and today i want to start off on a unique note I want to start off celebrating everybody who's listened to the She Speaks Spectacular podcast since we started sometime last year, April, May. I'm not sure of the date, but I'll check. <laughs> and in the next episode, I'll definitely let us know what date it is. But we started sometime April, May, and uh, this is almost a year. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've come a long way. <laughs> oh, God. God has been good. And uh, this is the 28th episode of the series. The Lord has been helping us so much, especially in the year 2021. We've been consistent, you know, dropping podcasts every week. <laughs> I don't know how I do this, but God has been good. I mean, this week, it was almost looking like it was impossible for me to record. And today that I'm recording is Saturday. I'm recording on Saturday nights. So, yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, was, it was almost looking like I wasn't going to record. But I really want to bless God because eventually I did. Shame to the devil. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, so I want to celebrate everyone who's been listening to us for almost a year now. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'm happy that it is because the podcast series has been a blessing to you. That's why you've been listening. Shout out to Joko. Shout out to Faith. Shout out to Monique Ola. Shout out to everybody who I didn't mention your name. Shout out to Lai. Shout out to everyone. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Sorry if I did not mention your name. Don't fight me, please. I called your name, but you didn't just hear me. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening and thank you for the feedback. I mean, no, I wouldn't call it feedback for the testimonies that you guys have been sharing. It's It's been really encouraging and it just makes me want to just dive in deeper and, you know, come up with something that the Holy Spirit has to share with all of us. And just today I was having a conversation with a friend a friend that I had met on, on the platform sometime last year and somehow we grew to become friends. We became pen pals. We were sharing emails. She's not in Nigeria. She's not from Nigeria. And so we've been talking, you know, sharing emails. And sometimes we get to have Zoom conversations. And today we had a conversation and she was telling me how that she listens to my podcast. You know, 
I wouldn't say my podcast, listens to our podcast, okay? So she listens to this podcast and she's been following it. In fact, she told me, oh, that the last episode she listened to before she really got so busy was the third part of the prayer series and that, oh, that she was really blessed by it and that listening to it, she really did discover that prayer is a gift. And I was excited getting to hear us say all of this because it just shows me that God is not restricted by geographical location. God is not restricted by time or space or place. He blesses whoever he wishes through whatever means possible. So I'm excited that this podcast is blessing someone really far away from Nigeria. And I'm excited because I, there are other people that I do not know of. Not everybody gets to share a testimony. I, I'm happy that it's blessing a lot of people. And I'm so excited as to what God wants to use this platform, you know, to, to achieve the podcast series. I'm so excited about what God intends to do through this series. So I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening for the space of almost a year now to this podcast series. And I'm grateful to God that it has been a blessing to you. You guys rock. I wish I could ring a bell and say, you know, and just in here, just ring the bell. And just to say, thank you guys so much. And to tell you how much I love you and I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Okay. Now let's get into today's discussion. (laughs) Today's discussion is amazing. It's amazing. Did you see the topic? Are you offended? <laughs> Why am I laughing away? <laughs> I guess I'm just so excited today. I really don't know why, but I I I, I just I'm just excited. Not because I got and maybe probably hit a jackpot or something. No. I'm just excited. And I'm glad that I'm excited while recording this episode because I feel like the Holy Spirit will be able to, you know, speak more through me. (laughs) Okay, so the topic of this podcast episode is, are you offended? And I know that you're thinking, okay, Omoye, what is it this time? (laughs) Who offended me? Are you going to talk about forgiveness? Not really. Actually, no. So I was reading um, the book of Matthew. I think I read the book of Matthew all through January. Yeah, January. I, I read the book of Matthew all through January and into February, actually. And so I was reading Matthew chapter 11 at some point, And, you know, something really interesting happened there. And I and, and it's it just struck me. And I felt, OK, there's a message. here. I thought it was just a message for me. But then later on, the Holy Spirit said, share this with the girls. And I'm like, OK, I will. And it's in John 11, like I said. So in John 11, from verse 1 to, I think, uh, let's say verse 10, thereabout. But I think it continues to about, uh, let's say, verse um, 19. But where I'll be focusing on is from verse 1 to, I think, verse 6. So Jesus had gone to certain towns to preach the gospel. And then John the Baptist Remember who John the Baptist was? It was the one who baptized Jesus. It was, and also the one who God had sent ahead of Jesus to announce the coming of Jesus. He was the forerunner, as we always call him, the forerunner of the Lord Jesus Christ. And John the Baptist had spoken, had preached against an act that Herod, the king at the time had done, and Herod had to put him in prison because of that. I don't want to dwell on that one. And so John was put in prison. Now, while John was in prison, he heard that Jesus had gone to towns to go preach the gospel and and to teach. And John was like, what's going on here? Is this Jesus the Messiah we've been looking forward to? Is this Jesus the Messiah that I was, you know, told to speak about? And so he had to send 
some of his disciples to Jesus and say, go ask that man, are you the one we have been expecting or is this somebody else coming? Are you the one or should we be expecting somebody else? <laughs> and, you know, Jesus looked at the, the disciples of John and said, go and tell John what you see and what you hear, how the blind's eyes are being opened. You see the lame men working. You see those who have skin diseases being healed. You, you see the deaf here and you see the dead being raised. You see the poor receiving the good news. He says, go and tell John that. And then he ended with this statement. And it says, another, uh, the trans, I think King James would say, blessed are those who are not offended by me. And uh, my version of the Bible, that's HTSB says, and if anyone is not offended because of me, he is blessed. And that is where I'm coming from today. You know, John was the forerunner of Jesus. And with all that the Israelites ex thought and expected the Messiah to be, with all of the prophecies about the Messiah, he was somebody who was supposed to come and take over, establish his kingdom. So the, the Israelite thought he was going to come and put an end to the existing government. He was going to take over. He was going to be king. And even John himself believed so because, you know, John said, the person who is coming after me, he's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. You know, his, his shoes, laces, I can't even touch. He's supposed to be a mighty, awesome, mighty God, you know, mighty person. And so John expected somebody who was going to come around and turn things around and take over the government and, you know, put an end to all the Herods and all the Roman kingdom, you know, just take over the world and establish the kingdom of God. That was who John thought Jesus was going to be. But then he hears that Jesus is, is moving from town to town, teaching. I mean, I can do that. Why is it doing all of this? Is this what he came to do? Is it the real person or are we looking for somebody else? Because he expected that Jesus was going to do, you know, greater than, than what he is doing. And so John became offended. Because John thought, if it was really Jesus, I shouldn't be in this prison. I'm supposed to be out there. And even if I'm here, I mean, he's supposed to come break this prison gate and bring me out. After all, he's the Messiah, the one we'll be expecting, the anointed one. And, and so John was offended. And Jesus says, tell John the things that you see. The blind see, the lame walk. <laughs> Great things are happening. The dead are being raised. Go and tell John what you see and what you hear. And then he says, bless that those who are not offended. And offended there means those who do not fall or stumble or, or, or move away or, or abandon, so to speak, like abandon the gospel or Christianity or abandon me. Bless that those people, because Jesus saw that John was beginning to disbelieve. He was beginning to disbelieve the Messiah. And that was risky. And Jesus had to say, blessed are those who do not get offended by me. Blessed are those who do not fall away because of me. Now, why am I talking about this? How does this relate to us? Yeah, you would ask me, right? Now, I was just thinking, many of us, if not all of us, have had unique messages from God about, not messages, but yeah, but basically messages and, you know, revelations and, and things that God has shown us about ourselves, about who we're going to become. Some of us have had prophets talk to us, say um, that you're going to be great you're going to be amazing. You're going to marry a husband and have like three kids. You're going to be a boss. 
you are, you know, so many of these things. And you're going to be rich. You're going to be prosperous. You're going to have a big ministry. You're going to be da-da-da, whatever it is. I mean, awesome things. That, and, I mean, it may not even have been a prophet. Maybe you, maybe you dream a lot and you see a lot of things in your dream and God has been showing you different things. And, hey, it's been like five years, ten years since you had that dream. And you'll be like, God. I had this dream or you told me this thing. You showed me this thing and you even confirmed it. I mean, this other person told me exactly the same thing. But here I am. Nothing is happening. It's been 10 years, God. Where is the money? It's been 10 years, God. I never see a husband. What's in the apple? What's going on? I've not seen my husband. What is happening? You know, you can be asking God, okay, God, I don't understand. Was it really you or were you messing with me? You know, I have been, I have, I have stuck with you. I have done everything you wanted me to do. I have followed you. I have read your word. I have prayed. I have been faithful to you. Yet, nothing. God, really? Really? It's been 10 years. It's been 15 years. You said I'll be married with, with a husband. You said I will have a beautiful home with beautiful children. Husband, I never see. I have not seen my man. God, what exactly is happening? And then we're getting offended. And some of us are like, please, I'm done. All those two hours prayers, I've reduced it to 15 minutes. I can't come and be stressing myself. I'll be stressing myself, I'll be praying, when I'm not even sure. All the things he says, he's not done them. <laughs> he's not done them, I've not seen anything. Are you not like John the Baptist? And, you know, Jesus is saying, see, there are a lot of things that I'm doing. That you are not seeing. And just like he told John the Baptist, can you go and t- sorry, told the John the Baptist's disciples, go and tell John how that the blind are seeing, the deaf can hear, the lame are walking, the dead is being raised. Tell him that things are happening, and that even though he is expecting a certain way, I'm walking in the way that my father told me to walk. I'm doing the things that my father said I should do. Now, he has in his own mind what he expects, but my ways are not his ways. Now, two things here. One, count your blessing. Sometimes we are so oblivious. We are so blind to the things that God is doing in our lives that we are just there complaining. God, what? You said this. You said that. You said this. You said that. Let me give you an example of my life. At some point in my life, I had to quit my job. I don't know. I think I should have said this story like a million times now. I had to quit my job without any other option. It was a risky move, actually. But I'll call it a leap of faith. And I did. And for almost two years, a year, 10 months, I was without job. But when I eventually got the job, of course, now my eyes were clear and I could look back to see how I survived for one year, 10 months. And God began to show me how he raised different people to meet my needs. I mean, different people were were sending me funds monthly, sometimes bi-weekly, sometimes weekly. I would just get funds here, funds there, And that was what got me. Of course, they were not surplus, but they were sufficient enough to meet my needs until the time that God launched me into a new phase in my career. Now, 
at the time when God was blessing me, because of what I was, I was looking forward to, I mean, what I was expecting, God, I want the big job, you know, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't observant of what God was doing at the moment. And I wasn't counting my blessings. I wasn't counting them, but I made that mistake, but I don't want you to. I don't want you to, because sometimes you just need to sit down and really consider the blessings that God has is, is, is given you. You know, when even when I didn't have the job, sometimes I would like, okay, God, man, look at the way you are blessing me. Sometimes I, I'm grateful. So of course, I was grateful. But I wasn't really considering it as the fact that God was taking care of me, actually. He was taking care of me. But I didn't see it as that. I just felt like, okay, thank you, God, for this small change. Thank you, God. I didn't know that God was just taking care of me because, of course, I couldn't see the end of the road. It was when I got into the job that I eventually got that I could look back and say, okay, God, you actually did take care of me. What am I saying in essence? Count your blessings, girl. Count your blessings. God is at work. Sometimes, just like Jesus told John's disciple, go and tell John. How that the blind are seen? How that the lame working? How is it that the, the dead are being raised? Tell John. I'm telling you. Look around you and see the things that God is doing. So even though the, the big picture of what you're saying you're expecting from God is not yet evident, God is walking. God is working in you. God is working around you. God is taking care of you. And two, remember that his ways are not your ways. In Romans chapter 11, let me quickly read that. In Romans chapter 11, verse 33. All the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and untraceable are his ways. His judgments are unsearchable. Un, 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 his ways are untraceable. You cannot trace it. You cannot understand it. You cannot understand the way of God. You cannot explain it. And then in verse 34, it says, For who has known the mind of the Lord? You don't know the mind of God. You know, just like John the Baptist. John the Baptist thought he knew the mind of God. He knew what God's plan was. He didn't know that God just showed him a limited, <laughs> just a limited, just a tiny, tiny bit of what his plan was. So he thought that, oh, I know it. I'm this forerunner. After all, I know the plan of God. And I don't think this man is doing what God has sent him to do. So I'm doubting if he's the one. And some of us are like him. We feel like, oh, we know the plan of God. But whatever God showed you is just a tiny bit of what his plans are. Remember the story of the ten virgins? They were waiting for the bridegroom. And for them, they thought the bridegroom delayed. But the bridegroom never delayed. He knew when he was going to come. And it came at the time when he wanted to. So don't ever sit to think that God is delaying or God has abandoned you or God is the one who says and never does. Or whatever it is, whatever assumption or whatever thought you have of God right now, maybe because of whatever it is that's going on in your life, and then you're offended. You're losing it. You're, you're walking away from God. You're staying away. You're no longer committed because it's, it doesn't seem like whatever he said he would do, he's doing it. Do not allow yourself come to that phase. Today, let me be the servant of Jesus or the mouthpiece of Jesus to tell you, consider all the things that God is doing around you. 
and then count your blessings because God is at work around you. God is at work around you and he has planned how your life is going to play out. So do not sit to think that, okay, this is how it's going to be. You cannot explain it because his ways are way beyond yours. The only thing I'll tell you to do is to align with God. Align with God and then he'll begin to lead you on how, on what his plans are. Because God gives a broad picture. Many a times we say, God has said this. Okay, since he said all of that, go back to him. Go back to him and say, okay, God, you showed me this. You showed me that. You spoke this through this person. You spoke through this through this other person. Yet nothing's happening. Okay, God, what exactly is this plan? What exactly is this thing that you said? Ask him. Let him break it down. Let him show you in bits what his plans are. God gives a broad plan, but oftentimes Christians just carry that plan and run with it. We don't go back to God and say, okay, God, this is a big plan. So how are we going to work this plan out? What do you want me to do at this point? At, you know, ask him for the breakdown of his plan. Yes. And he'll begin to lead you in line with his plans. So today I'm here to just encourage you that whatever God has said he'll do, he'll definitely do it. You don't know the mind of God. You don't know the ways of God. All you have to do is align with him. Align with him, lean on him, and allow him to lead you. Allow him to guide you. Do not allow the devil mess with your mind. For instance, imagine John the Baptist, who was, who was the one who baptized Jesus. And when he did, the heaven opened, the voice of God came, the dove was revealed. John saw all of these things, heard the voice of God say, This is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. John heard all of this and then imagine the same John is asking Jesus, are you the one we are looking for to or should we be expecting another? Well, it was because John was in prison and he was going through a harsh situation and he's wondering, God, you're the Messiah. What am I doing in the prison? <laughs> I have the Messiah. Why am I broke? I have the Messiah. Why don't I have a husband? I have a Messiah. Why is this business not becoming what God has said it will be? I have the Messiah. Why is this not falling according to plan? I have the Messiah. What is going on? Well, the Messiah says I should tell you that you should see the things that he's doing all around you. I think you should read the book of Psalms 139 and see how God is so interested in everything that has to do with your life then you would understand that God is involved in every tiny thing that's going on in your life. And he's working everything according to his master plan. So align with God. Spend time with him. Ask him, okay, God, what exactly are the things that you have planned? What are the things you want to do? I'm aligning with you. Okay, can we do this this week? And beyond this week, can we align with God? Can we stop being offended? Don't walk away from God. He loves you so much. And he wants to spend so much time with you revealing his will, revealing his plan, revealing his love for you. Do not walk away from him. Don't be blinded by whatever it is you're going through right now. Yes, it may seem like a prison, but God is at work. God is at work. And this is his word for you today. Do not be offended. He loves you so much. All right, girls. This is what we call it a wrap on today's episode. I think I've said so much. 
And I'm excited as to what God has spoken to you through this podcast. So go through this week loving God, not being offended, not walking away. Do not be discouraged. Be encouraged that God loves you and God is at work in your life. I love you so much too. Uh Do have a lovely week and see you next week. Bye.